0: Welcome to the Hook and Ladder Podcast. Final four picks: Justin Santip, Colin O'Donnell. Um, I guess this is the final podcast of the college basketball season, right? Unless we're going to record one ahead of the Natty title. What yeah. do you? Th- I
1: don't know. Are we doing? Are we doing one ahead of the title?
0: I don't remember what we did last year.
1: I last year we fell off after the Sweet Sixteen, so this is an improvement. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay. I mean. In- we can make the decision. I guess it depends how things go on Saturday.
1: Yeah. This is maybe the last podcast. We'll leave you on your toes. If another one pops up in your feed, it's a welcome surprise.
0: Yeah, exactly. Good way to say it. Um, also starting to shift our attention to college football. I know spring practice is underway. Um, we're not talking about that tonight, but it's on the radar. And I mean, it's we're start,
1: start, you know? starting to smell like it, you know,
0: it is. I was, um, I think Rutgers is gonna. I was just. I mean, I think Rutgers is gonna have an outstanding defense. And every time I get excited about it, I realize they're gonna be on the field for like forty-five of the sixty minutes a game. Like Rutgers might have the worst offense in college football next year. Just be
1: like Iowa next
0: year. No, because we can't. Like Iowa, at least could like they couldn't run the ball enough, but they could.
1: Iowa can't do anything offense, man. Their offense is disgusting. They run the ball three times and then just give it back and, and just play defense. And well, their our, defense is really good.
0: Yeah, I don't think our defense is going to be that good. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know whatever. Just, just talking about my excitement for college football. Because, you know what? Here, here's what it is, right, Colin? I tried to get into baseball betting. I can't do it. I, I bet opening day yesterday. I feel nothing for these, these baseball games that I have money on. Nothing.
1: They, they, they don't matter. There's too many games.
0: Like I, but I, I feel like all types of intensity for every Mets game. Like I was locked in, like, I was driving down the drew yesterday, watching, listening to the Mets on the radio and Scherzer gave up a game time home run, home run and I'm like slamming the steering wheel. I'm all pissed off. But like the games that I bet on, I just don't, but I don't know. It's just a very different feeling. I don't know why, whatever. Well, cause I'm,
1: you're, cause you're, you're throwing bullets when, when you're betting college basketball or college football, it's like, this is what I do, you know?
0: Yeah, it's a good point. When I, really,
1: when, I, when, I, when, I, when I give out a college football bet, I sweat that at a different level than if I'm just like ranning, randomly betting on something. Or like I'm, if I'm tailing like one of your bets or something in college basketball, I don't sweat that nearly as much as one that I picked. Because then it's like, you know, it's my bet. Because if I, you want to be right as a handicapper.
0: Yeah, I think you're 100% right. Like spot on. Um, even NBA, like NBA playoffs, like that's, it's fun to bet those games because they're like exciting, but I don't. Yeah, you're right. You know, that's what it is. Um, anyway, final four, two games, San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Miami, UConn, a very surprising final four um, question for you off the bat before we even get into handicapping the games. And we are going to do that and we're going to get, get in and out of here pretty quickly. Do you like the fact that this is the final four we have basically two teams that nobody thought had any chance to get here. One team that really nobody else thought had any chance to get here in Miami, but has been such a fun story with Larinaga and their guards and, and UConn who, you know, has been a top 10 team really all season. Like, do you like the fact that this is what we have in the final four?
1: I, I, I wish the matchups were switched. Okay. Like if we could get UConn, San Diego state and Miami, Florida Atlantic, or Miami, San Diego State, and UConn, Florida Atlantic, just to get the Power Fives. Like the Florida Atlantic, San Diego State game is going to be a great game, and I'm looking forward to watching it. But the point of David is he's got to fight Goliath. It's not nobody. Nobody cares about a David versus David.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, all the Davids got through. Goli- already got through Goliath.
1: Yeah, I know. But that that's a problem is like it makes the final four more enjoyable when you're watching like one of these teams go up against a juggernaut.
0: I'd rather it be Goliath on Goliath on Goliath on Goliath.
1: No, I I agree I agree but like one David in there.
0: See, I like I like the Davids in the early rounds, but I'm good I'm good for the Davids to be gone by the Elite 8. But
1: yeah, I like I don't feel. I mean,
0: I. So I have a future on San Diego State, right? So that's where obviously my rooting interest is. Um,
1: so you you have a UConn one too, though, right? No, oh, you, you never got it.
0: I never bet UConn. I thought about it, never did. Um, just San Diego State. Uh, Jake Ostrov has UConn seventy-five to one. Seventy-five to one from back to back in November. We're not going to discuss his bet size might literally be 75 to 1. <laughs> yeah. Might literally be one to win 75. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: no unit shame.
0: No, no, never, never any unit shame. Still a great number. Um yeah. I think I'm just jealous of him that he got that number. Like when he I'm pretty sure if I went back in the text and he said, I just bet UConn 75 to 1. I'm pretty sure my response was, they have no chance to win at all. And now no. here, I- <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I could be, I, I wonder if I had that like on because I feel like he hasn't screenshotted and he's waiting to with it. Um, yeah, you,
1: you should see if you could find that.
0: Yeah, it's going to take me a little while to dig, but uh, I, I do. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wish, we, I wish we just had four. Yukon level powers um' I be more fun but I, I mean yeah
1: I I agree I still expect extent it if it was Florida Atlantic Alabama Yukon Houston like that's still pretty cool or Miami like I Miami Miami won the ACC people just sleep on the ACC man
0: yeah yeah people do People do. Um, I don't know. I can't figure it out. Whatever. Um, okay, here we go. Let's get into the games. Uh... Are,
1: you, are you hedging San Diego State future yet?
0: Nope. I don't do think he I'm...
1: heads in the uh,
0: championship. I don't think so. Depends. If they play Miami, no. If they play UConn, probably not. So.
1: Hundred to one. 80, 80 to one. Sam he has UConn at the same price as San Diego State, pretty much.
0: Well, if you think back, like coming into the season, like nobody expected UConn to be like a top they weren't a top 25 team preseason. Like it wasn't until they had like their big kind of run in in um Portland where people yeah, like
1: everybody really realized it.
0: Um and San Diego State, even like they were always a top 25 team. Like, they were really good last year. They brought everybody back and added a couple of key transfers. Like, I had them power rated as a top 15 team from start to finish this year. There was, I never wavered on that. Yeah. I don't think I ever had them more than 10. Like, I think they were between 10 and 15 all season long.
1: But that San Diego State Creighton game, I think, like, made me physically ill. I know you were happy, but I was happy. I was, I was very close to breaking a couple of things.
0: But I, yeah, well, you had a lot riding on Creighton from a bracket standpoint and a futures future
1: standpoint, and just like that second half was infuriating because I knew in the first half they were playing San Diego State's game, but they were winning. So I was like, if we can just hang on <laughs> to call a foul like that, oh my god, and then just wave it off at the end.
0: Yeah, that part was crazy. The fact that they like just they just
1: said they just said the game's over. See ya.
0: Yeah, um, it was a foul though. Like, not to get into like the no, no, it,
1: it was a foul, but I don't think I don't know if you call it that.
0: See, I think you do call it there,
1: yeah. Well, of course, you do.
0: No, I think, yeah, no, you're right, of course, I do, but like, let's not pretend yeah,
1: the same reason, of course, I don't, but like, yes, well,
0: but I, I kind of resent that because I, I also have a future on Creighton, like, I, like, I, yeah, I... but
1: you wanted you. You wanted San Diego State. You
0: bet on San Diego State in that game. You was okay with San Diego State. I mean, I had San Diego State plus two and a half. Like I didn't want overtime, but I would have been okay if they lost by two. Like I, to yeah, me, okay,
1: but it was going to overtime.
0: I know, I know. So I, I mean, obviously, I was happy that you know whatever, whatever. I mean, we we can we don't have to relitigate this. Like it was a, oh, Caleb, um, sorry, I'm watching a college basketball all star game, um. Yeah, I don't know. It was, a, but it was a foul. Like a, you know, you can say don't call it, but then like he fucking fouled him. Yeah. Like I hate when people say let the players decide the game. Like that's not.
1: No, right. I, I I agree with that, but that's because he like, got. I, I think.
0: Then not me the off. It, it was
1: it was that was a light foul. It was a light foul. I think most of the time they let that go. Like that was, yes, if it's, a, a, oh, it's foul, a foul, you call it. That was like.
0: That was not a light foul. That was a he literally. They got Tremel beats him off the dribble like. Number one, Nemhard, don't get beaten off the dribble in that situation. Like that's that was number one. Number two, once he gets in the air, don't push him from behind. Like he did both. Of, like like all you have to do, and you, you are a defensive first player, stay in front of your man. Like in that situation, stay in front of your man. What was he? He was guarding him out at like half court.
1: They they they, they after the foul, they just like didn't guard. I, I didn't understand that.
0: Yeah, after the foul, it was it was real. Also. Don't I understand why you foul there? Like the first foul wasn't needed. Like I get it, but yeah, like dude making an actual play on the ball.
1: Yeah, I mean I I, I kind of like to the foul there. 5 seconds left. Um but yeah. like the 3 seconds difference wasn't really going to affect anything. And you would hope your defense would be then set up after the foul and you you knew what they were going to get into, but yeah. I guess San Diego State has scheme.
0: Well, yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, San Diego State's still alive. Creighton is not. San Diego State plays Florida, at Florida Atlantic. Aztecs are laying two and a half uh, in the first game of the night. What are your thoughts? Anything from you? Where's your head at? I've heard nobody on San Diego State.
1: Yeah. Really?
0: Maybe that's selective hearing. <laughs> Maybe I want no San Diego State, but I feel like everybody is talking about FAU. Like I feel like FAU's the story of the of the tournament, and everybody thinks San Diego State's just kind of lucky. Like, like the Aztecs won because got this far because they played uh, a 12 seed and a 13 seed. They beat Alabama, but Alabama missed every shot. They beat Creighton, but Creighton missed every shot. Like nobody's San Diego State. Well, part
1: part of that is because San Diego State's defense.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: I I, I feel like San Diego State is the better overall team, and FAU is just like a story. Yeah. I mean, like, look, look who, who did Florida Atlantic go through? Memphis. And, yeah, compared to San Diego State, Memphis, uh, FDU. Tennessee without Ziegler, Kansas State. That's yeah. an easy. That's an easy path. San Diego State's path way harder.
0: I mean, I wouldn't. Way Went through
1: College of Charleston. Okay. Pretty good Furman. Yeah, whatever. But then Bama and Creighton oh are God. better than both of than everybody that um, San Diego State. Well, better than Florida,
0: I don't know if I would say Creighton's better than Tennessee.
1: Yeah, well, you're a Tennessee apologist.
0: I am a Tennessee apologist, but I think Tennessee is really good. Tennessee also smoked Duke. Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, I I I guess this line is telling you to bet San Diego State.
0: That's how I feel. Uh, Well, you think it's telling – what do you mean?
1: Like, I think it's obviously trying to get people to bet FAU.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: And like – I feel like the idiots haven't really focused in on this game too much. They, it's too far away. Baseball is going on. You know, you don't really see a lot of takes. But when you do see takes, you see FAU. So, and, I, um, I haven't really I, – I I honestly haven't listened to many of the sharp guys this week. I, I haven't well, been locked in, so I don't really know where they're at.
0: Three minutes, all on FAU. I don't know if you
1: well. They're not. There's three man weave is not sharp. So so that's that's a good sign.
0: <laughs> that's kind of how I felt.
1: <laughs> um, do uh, you know Eli Hertzvist?
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of his. You don't like him? They did Rutgers like every single game last year. So I got very so I unfollowed him. Like he was pissing oh, me. Off. Really? Like you you can understand why that would like bother me. Yes, like,
1: yes oh, I, I, I. That's and- why Brad Powers pisses me off.
0: Yeah, he was like a relentless fader of Rutgers. And it was like, all right, like I I get it. Like you don't you don't believe in what like you think you get it. Rutgers is a little overrated because our chempom sucks. Like I get it. you're sharp, great. But I don't want to see that on my timeline. Bye bye.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I know the film. Yeah. But I think he's pretty good. I, I feel like he's probably on San Diego State, but I haven't listened to him this week.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give out San Diego State minus two and a half. I feel like I have no choice but to do it. Um because I've got them 40 to one. They're my team. Uh 81. 80 to one, sorry. Yes, i was just looking at the final four. 80 to one. Um, they're my team. I'll lay the two and a half. And that's that. I mean, what are you not gonna have action on both final four games?
1: No, I'm 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 coming. I'm I'm with you. I'm also betting them. <laughs> but uh
0: they're a fun team to root for. And here's the other thing about San Diego State. That people, no, my,
1: uh, the My problem is I want them to lose.
0: Why? Because of the Creighton game? Yes. I think they're a fun team to cheer for because think, if you think about it this way, right? And I'm going to try to make my San Diego State pitch as a team. Everybody on that team plays hard. They all defend. They all play hard. They all know their role. They have no superstars, right? They're just all like a bunch of tough, physical, like gritty. Bunch gritty. of dogs. They are a bunch of dogs. Um, and they've been playing – they've won these games, and everybody talks about how like like teams are missing shots against them. San Diego State is not a bad offensive team. Like, they're not a good offensive team, but they are not a bad one. Like, like for example, I I, I mean, die, everybody knows, right? Diehard Rutgers fan. Rutgers is, was elite defensively this year. They were horrific on offense. San Diego State is not horrific on offense. They've got guys that can make shots,
1: and yeah, they just don't
0: – they just haven't. Matt Bradley – is a really good player and has been a really good player for a long time. He has been atrocious in the tournament. Like, what if he breaks out? So, that's my feeling. Um, like, I don't think like I, I, people keep talking about how San Diego State has kind of gotten lucky because they haven't faced other teams' best shots. They haven't really given their best shot yet.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree, but it, it's also like their defense. When you when you say these teams are missing, like it it's heavily influenced by San Diego State's defense. Creighton was completely out of rhythm. Yep. It, they, they didn't run any offensive sets. I mean, honestly, Shireman pisses me off. Clockburner's a fucking bitch. That, he's so soft. And, yep. and they, they they killed him on the boards. They killed him defensively. And then they take you out of your game. I think he's got the guards to survive that. But it, it's, it's going to be a really interesting game. My biggest comparison for San Diego State—I don't tell me if this is right or wrong—that FAU's played would be um, North Texas.
0: Interesting. Um, I think that's fine. North Texas almost beat them twice. Yeah. Um, I, I would say Tennessee is a pretty similar type team, also.
1: Except no more Rick Barnes, so that's that's benefit San Diego State.
0: I'll talk shit about my old, old man Rick. Um Florida Atlantic's, yeah, t- I mean, I would say Tennessee is a really good comp and North Texas. Those are the those are the best two comps, without question. Um no, North Texas is probably the best comp. Not I mean, if I'm just looking straight up, like Tennessee is a little different. I don't know, both they're both comps. But Tennessee had Florida Atlantic beat two. North Texas had them beat twice. Um lost both games, obviously. Anyway, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You are right. North Texas is a great, a great comp. North Texas is fucking good. They will just want the really Caslin's gonna do huge things at Texas Tech.
1: Yeah. Great
0: eye. Miami plus five and a half against Yukon. Canes have been the I don't know, they've been the comeback darling. They're doing what they did last year. They've they're doing what they've done all year. Everybody loves Coach Larrenaga. Um, because why not? He's super likable. <laughs> not likeable.
1: everybody loves Coach Larry. Larry. I love Coach
0: Larinaga. No, you don't. No, stop. That so, I have had a recorded bad take saying, not he's overrated, but just not, not thinking, not saying, oh, how could I not like Laranega? I, was, I attended Laranega's 700th win ceremony. I attended it and stood up, clapped, standing ovation. I was there. Now, was I there because it coincided with the Miami Rutgers game? Maybe, maybe. Um, but I was there. I was there.
1: And who did you say was a better coach?
0: I mean, Brad Bradnell's a great coach.
1: Is he a better coach than Jim Laranagan?
0: He's not. He's not. He's not. I'll walk that back. He's not.
1: Okay. I'm right. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to, to hear that.
0: Miami also has the most talented roster. And I mean, has a really talented roster. They got great players.
1: 100%.
0: Like Jordan Miller... I didn't even answer my text about this because it was during the game. You didn't want me to jinx anything? Like, yeah, I know
1: what you're trying to do. I'm
0: not trying to do anything. I'm literally
1: you – You're heavy on Texas. I know exactly what you're trying to do.
0: No, you are just in your head. I was just saying Jordan Miller is a great player.
1: I was gonna, I meant I meant to text this, but when when everybody was talking about the Miami comeback in the chat, I was going to say, like, you know, I, I really deserve the credit for that because when Miami was doing well in the beginning, I was watching on the right TV at the bar. Mm-hmm. then that TV kept cutting out. So I switched to the left TV and Texas couldn't miss anything. They go up, they, they get this 10 point lead. And then I remembered that I had been watching on the right TV when they were winning. I switched to the right TV and the comeback was on.
0: Well, you're the man you, 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 you are a reason. One of the reasons Jordan Miller, Nigel Pack, Isaiah Wong, not included, Norchad Chad O'Meara, not included that Miami is in the final four. Yeah. five and a half against UConn who has dominated everybody. Everybody just blow it after blow after blowout. We took a lot of shit on Saturday night for being on Gonzaga and UConn won that game by 30. Although the officials were, I don't know, difference makers in that one, in my opinion. Um, what are your thoughts? Miami getting five and a half.
1: I think every Miami has been the, every sharp has hated Miami all year. Yep. And, uh, The public doesn't even really like them. I I think a lot of people are going to be on UConn here. Um, They've been so dominant. And I don't know, man. I, I don't really understand what people don't like about Miami. Just that they don't defend. Is that it?
0: Yeah, they don't. But the thing is, it's like they situationally defend.
1: No, they defend at the end of games. They, they they don't defend all game. Then when it's tight at the end, they go, oh, shit, we should play some defense or we're going to lose. And then they play some defense.
0: Yeah. Colin, the only reason that people don't like him is because of their analytics. That's, that's all it is. Like, if you look at the roster, right, and you try to dissect the roster position by position, they've got really, really good players. Oh, they're really good. Yeah. They've got a really good coach. It's yeah. their analytics. So when you spit into an algorithm, which Vegas does, Right, so if you so if you are betting based on a model, right, your model has Miami as not very good, right, and if you're looking at lines like like Krabs does, for example, and you're looking at lines that stink, like it stink. Why is Miami dogs by so much? Like that's that's stinky, right? Like yeah. Without really understanding the fact that like Miami's really good, they they yeah, just that
1: the a model can be flawed.
0: Yeah, like the sample size, I think, is large enough at this point.
1: No, Miami just makes shots because they they've got better players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's two years of this, and every game, everybody acts surprised. I mean, this is going to be tough because UConn's really good.
0: But I think you made a good point, right? I mean, we talked all all year about how sharp Miami or square Miami is actually sharp Miami, and like, and you even went away from it, it. Even though I've talked about it, I have never really um, I don't know, I never put it into practice.
1: I thought you – didn't you, you bet on them against uh, Duke or something? You Faded Crabs.
0: Yeah, I I took them a couple times. I mean, I can go go look at my – There
1: was t- one time I remember you, you you actually had them.
0: I had them against Duke. I know for a fact I had them that Monday night against Duke. But I thought they were sharp that night. I didn't even realize they were square. But whatever, it, it, beside the point. Um, they've been square this entire tournament, and they've kept covering. Um, but – I think this is you. You make you make a really good point, and you. I mean, I think you're right. UConn. I mean, they
1: weren't square against Indiana.
0: No, you're right. You're right.
1: That 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 was like one of the easiest bets of all time.
0: Yeah, you are right. Um, and this actually feels similar to me because everybody wants UConn. Same as everybody wanted Indiana. Everybody wants UConn.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at it outside of just breaking it down from uh, what everybody wants. From a matchup perspective, like right, We talked about UConn, kind of don't have guards, thought Arkansas could maybe um uh, cause a problem there when we talked about it on the three sixteen. Did not happen. Uh Arcan- the what was that, the round of thirty two? Yeah. Yeah. The the they 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 didn't because they couldn't score. That was the issue. Is Arkansas just couldn't keep up with them, and Arkansas takes some some really bad shots. I have noticed that, even though I, I like Muscleman. those those deep twos are are horrendous, especially for guys that can't shoot. I I think Miami can pose a similar problem though, to UConn because all their guards are they've got length, and I I the fact that they have all these guards right. I said against Houston they can score against a high-pressure, like, really good defense. Yep. And offense nowadays beats defense in in basketball. Um, But then on the defensive side, they can go full court. They can – they get a lot of, like, steals, reach-ins. That's the kind of defense. They don't stay in front, but they go for the ball a lot. And I think that kind of on-ball pressure could cause – an issue for UConn when they don't really have like they've got guards, but they don't have, they don't have guards like Miami has guards. They don't have point guards.
0: Um, I agree. Um, in my opinion, the closest comp to Miami that UConn has faced this year is Marquette. Really good guards, not great defensive numbers overall, but force pressure force turnovers, get in passing lanes. Really good guard play on offense, like high offensive efficiency. Undersized big man who's, you know, like who plays a lot of roles. I think Marquette is the closest comp to Miami and Marquette beat UConn twice. So I think Miami's got a real shot. Um, And I feel like everybody's just been talking about how uh, this UConn juggernaut, like UConn, I mean, UConn, I think I heard the other day, Kyle, Yukon is a is like the betting favorite at this point to win the national title. Yeah. They're like,
1: minus 145, I think, right?
0: Something like that. Like it's you if you took UConn versus the field, the field would be a dog. And that just, just does I don't know why, but it's not sitting well with me.
1: Um no, it's, it's kind of crazy.
0: And I think people like are are all in on that. Like I think people think, right, that people are looking at this like it's over. Like UConn has won, they've gone through Arkansas, they 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 beat the shit out of St. Mary's. Um they smack Gonzaga, you smack Gonzaga, but like, I mean, here's the other thing, though, right? And let's maybe it's wrong to maybe this is just to, to to help our argument or help my argument at least. Let's poke some holes in what UConn's done. Maybe maybe St. Mary's and Gonzaga aren't any good.
1: It's very possible,
0: right? I mean, St. Mary's has great analytics, but they were blown I out.
1: Think, I honestly don't think St. Mary's is that good.
0: Right, but they were blown out twice. So I'm I'm with you. They were blown out twice by Gonzaga. They don't have the wins really in non-conference. The only win they have is against San Diego State. But they still had this great analytical profile. No,
1: th- yeah, that's I think they I think St. Mary's was like a fake analytic team. A lot of the Mountain West teams, not excluding San Diego State, who said it was real, but like Utah State, similar. So,
0: um, so they beat, but they beat Gonzaga, right? Yeah. And I think Gonzaga might have been a little overvalued because. Gonzaga ran through the wet, the WCC like they usually do. They had the two big wins over Saint Mary's. Gonzaga beat TCU. Like, okay, that's a really good win over a TCU team that was without Eddie Lampkin. That was kind of slowed a little bit down, down during the stretch. That wasn't at their peak. It wasn't the best TCU version. Oh,
1: and Jamie Dixon,
0: not great, not a great tournament coach. No. And then they beat UCLA down. Taylor Carter. And Adam and a Adembona And needed a crazy three-point yeah, shot. And,
1: and should have lost that
0: game. So, like, maybe they – okay, they beat Gonzaga. Like, okay, they beat St. Mary's. Like, okay, they beat Arkansas. Arkansas really hasn't been all that good all year.
1: No, Ar- Arkansas – like, Musselman's a great coach. And I like Arkansas. And they had all this talent. But Arkansas has a tendency to just not be able to score. Yeah. And that, that showed up against – UConn, I mean, to me, the, the thing about this Miami team, and I think the reason why I've been on them, like last year I was on them and this year, is because I watch them in the ACC play all the time. And no matter, like, what I think makes a really good team, a good teams win great teams cover, it, I, I've been like, when Miami is on the road or in a bad spot, they still play so well because they have so many scores yeah. because there's everybody on that team can get you a bucket. So when nor, uh, when, when Jordan Miller is not having a great game, Isaiah Wong, when Isaiah Wong is not having a great game, Nigel Pack. like there's so many people that can get you a bucket that their offense is almost impossible to go cold.
0: Yep. And it's, and me- if they're
1: all hitting, you can see what happened to Houston.
0: Yep. And it's be I mean yeah they're they're really good and they like playing with each other like they've got such a fun coach and like Uh, damn a plus value
1: coach like is Hurley is Hurley a plus like obviously he's a great coach but is who who would you think
0: think Hurley gets a bad rap I think Hurley gets a bad rap as a coach
1: I I think think, he's a good coach
0: yeah but I, I agree with you I think the general consensus is that he is he's not great. And I think that's wrong. I think he's a very good coach. He won at Rhode Island. He, I mean, he took over a UConn program that was really like falling apart, well, and let's... he turned him. He's turned him into a top five program in the country at this point. Like that's what they are. They're a top five team all year. They're going to be. A, they're going to be the preseason number one. Did you? I just lose you for a second. Or did you hear me? No,
1: no, no, no. Oh. I clicked on a stop video by accident.
0: Oh, they're um, they're going to be the preseason number one team next year. Like.
1: No, yeah, I mean he's really good. I'm just saying in
0: game. I, so I yeah I I don't I don't know. I think both these teams are yeah I don't know. I think the best in game coach left in the field is Dusty May.
1: I mean Dusty May, man, he can coach.
0: Yeah, he can really coach. Those those
1: football plays out of bounds is genius.
0: He's gonna run it back. I think at FAU, I think they're gonna be a top twenty team all year next year. And then he's going to take, he's going to be so like hot as a head coach. He's going to, I don't know, wherever it's going to be. It could be, I don't know. There's going to be some brilliant opening and he's going to, he's going to go there and he's going to, he's probably going to kill it there. He's exceptional. Um, So it sounds like we're both there with Miami plus five and a half though. Yeah, definitely there. I already already bet it. Good. Um, And to be honest, right? Like let's just, I mean, at this point in the season, and I—I I know I've had like a bit of an internal struggle with this the last few weeks. It's like, at this point in the season, I should be rooting, watching the games with the enjoyment. Like, I went—I th- I bet on seven hundred games during the year, right? I mean, I, I poured through the numbers, the analytics, like, the like I—I I, yeah, I, I did the grind. Now I just want to bet who I want to see win. At this point, you know, and
1: I'm confidence on our listeners.
0: But I mean, also, but I mean, I, yes, we also talked about the matchup. Like, there's some rationale on there's rationale there. The lines are also pretty sharp. Um, I would rather see Coach Laranaga have a chance to win a national title than fucking UConn. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's at the end of the day.
1: I don't, I don't have any ill will towards UConn and I should have ill will towards Miami, but in basketball, I don't.
0: Yeah.
1: The only basketball team I really don't like is Louisville.
0: Okay. That's kind of random.
1: They're, they're, Notre Dame and Louisville are basketball rivals. I, I I don't know if you people know that, but they are like that's the journey because
0: uh, game because that one game that four overtime game. five.
1: Grant, no, but they they had like six overtime games in a row back right. then. Um, it was oh, it's always a tight game. Louisville and Indiana, pretty close. Is it? Yes, Kentucky touches Indiana.
0: Isn't South Bend like in the northernmost part of Indiana? Yes,
1: yes it is. It is, but like. The Notre Dame basketball fans, it's there's not as many as Notre Dame football fans. Random random people are Notre Dame basketball fans, so a lot of the fans are concentrated in Indiana. <laughs> Been in the Big East together and then the ACC, so they're Louisville. is the only team I really don't like in basketball, but we've sucked for so long that it's, I it's hard to get pissed about basketball. I'm excited that Shrewsbury's there and I can follow it.
0: Going to be an interesting year for Shrewsbury in the portal. Yeah, I mean, depends what he's going to be able to bring in. I don't know. That's a that's a conversation for another day. um The portal's crazy. It's a crazy, crazy time right now. I love this time of the year, by the way. The roster construction. This is so much fun. I like. I get. You know, whenever I see like roster updates, I get. I. I go crazy. I love that shit. Um. Anyway. That'll do it, right? That's looking at our pod. That's final four picks. Yep. Plays. San Diego State minus two and a half and Miami plus five and a half.
1: What are our records?
0: I don't know. I stopped counting in the tournament. Let's see. Last week, last week, Sweet 16, Kansas State plus one and a half. Cover, right for you? Arkansas yeah. did not, one and one. FAU did, two and one. UCLA? Did
1: not.
0: Did not. Two and two. San Diego State did, three and two. And I went one and one. I don't know what our final records are. They're probably pretty close.
1: I went four and three. Xavier and Miami.
0: the Four and three. All right, four and three. My bookkeeping, not too great right now. No, 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 it's not. All right, Hook and Ladder Pod. Colin, peace out.
1: See ya.